0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: And he said, the Lord said, aren't you the head of this household? <laughs> Amen. Yes, sir, over in this area, there is authority, control that we haven't realized. Might pay us to think on a little bit. Are you listening to me? I wanted to emphasize that. Well, thank God Brother Braun did find a catch on. Praise the Lord. And he, he was healed.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message.
1: And so when, if you're going to teach, and the Bible does teach, if you're going to teach prosperity, God wants us to prosper. He said, if you'll be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. I'm not just interested in somebody teaching by precept. I want them to teach also by example. Amen. Well, I said to Brother Braun then, I'd been there in his church in two meetings already, you see. I'd preached seven weeks in his church, day and night, Monday through Friday, two services a day, and then usually I preached both Sunday morning and Sunday night also in his church, see. So he'd heard all the teaching. But I said to him as I backed my car out of his driveway, I wanted to teach him by precept, by example as well as precept." I said to him as we were backing into the street to head out into the highway. Now, Brother Braun, I knew he would be with me for the next at least 10 days or two weeks. As long as you are with me, you'll never register any sugar. Now, why did I say that? I knew as long as he's in my presence, I can control the situation. As long as he's with me, he's my guest. We're in the car, but in one sense of the word, he's under my roof. Now, uh, you see, that's, that's one thing that I had learned and that I could, uh, could do back there with those church members those years before, you see. They were not necessarily in my house, but I would go to their house regularly, and they would give me permission, and that's the reason I could keep them here. I could lay, even though they were at death's door, and the doctor said they'll be dead in 10 days or a few days. I laid hold of their spirit and kept them here, exercising authority and control of the situation until I could get faith into them. Well, I remember Brother Braun then, he was with me for almost two weeks. Just exactly what I said came to pass. He never did register any sugar. I remember out in California, we were in a room, you know, and he said to me now the next morning, he said, now, boy, I'm bound to register sugar today. Because, see, I'm not, you know, with, with sugar diabetes, you're not supposed to eat, you know, pies, cakes. He said, I had a piece of pie at noon, I had a piece of cake at supper, and I'm bound to register sugar. Well, he went into the bathroom and he come out and said, that beats anything ever seen, beats anything ever seen. I said, what? Well, he said, I still don't register any sugar, and I'm supposed to. I said, I told you you wouldn't. He said, I know you said it. I can't figure it out. See, he still never caught on to what was going on. Bless his heart. I went back to his church to preach. I went back to his church to preach. And he told his congregation. You see, he said, You know, I was with Brother Hagin nearly two weeks. And he told me, and we backed right out of that driveway right there, right next door. He turned to me and said, Brother Bronze, as long as you're with, you, you're with me, you'll never register any sugar. I was with him approximately two weeks, and I never did register any sugar. In fact, he said I, he was going to drive back, but after he did he, he bought me a train ticket. There, there, on back there, there's a lot of train travel, not so much flying. And I, I came back home, and I was back here at home 10 days before I started registering sugar again. Well, it worked for Brother Hagin. See, God is trying to teach him. it work for you, too, if you just say it, believe it, and say it. That's all I did, just believed it and said it. Are you listening? Amen. But thank God, later on, he got it. Another five years, it dawned on him. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. He finally got a hold of it. And I, last time I talked to him, he told me, it's been over two years since I've had a shot of insulin. I'm completely cured of my sugar diabetes. Praise God. But now he could have got it back there then if he'd recognize that. I'm sure of this one thing that we have more authority and power and control than what we've exercised. Amen. But I'm sure of one thing also that whoever is the head of the house is the head of the house. Amen. Praise God forevermore. God deals with individuals, but God also deals with households. And a lot of things have happened and existed just because we permitted them to happen and just because we permitted them to exist and just because we put up with them. Right. But I don't know about you. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If, if my children, when they were children, if they got attacked physically, it made me mad. Yeah. I mean, I went after the devil, as we say down here in Oklahoma, tooth and toenail. <laughs> I just went after him in a hurry and said, you've got no right. And you know it and I know it and God knows it you're going to have to leave. You've got no right to attack my children. I'm the head of this household. Amen. You know, like Brother Norville Hayes talks about his daughter. He only has one daughter, one child. And she had growths among that, not, 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 some of them were warts, some of them were just knots, growths-like, all over her body, about 40-some-odd of them. Just a high school girl. Now, they'd been cut off one time or another, and they'd come back, and so many of them, Doctor Wonder put her to sleep, you know, and cut him off again. And so I happened to stop by my wife and I, Cleveland, Tennessee, on the way back from New York City. The priest had God's to because We had driven up there, and purposely we drove back in the fall of the year back through down the through the Blue Ridge Mountains, you know, and beautiful, beautiful, and. Uh, so she was talking, Zona was talking, said to me, said, Brother and said, because, you know, she here she's a girl in high school, you know. What, sixteen then, maybe? Seventeen, somewhere like that, sixteen, I guess, and, and said, tell my daddy to go ahead and have that done. And I said, Well, Zona, there's no use you going to the hospital, honey. And him putting you to sleep and cutting those things off. I mean, that's the way they wanted to do it then because, like I said, some of, them, some of them were warts, some of them weren't. They were just knots and gross. I said, uh, uh, all, all I'll have to do is just curse them and every single one of them will die. Just drought and disappear. See, I knew that. And we were at somebody else's house and I thought when we get back down to his house, well, I'll, I'll do that. You know, I'll, I'll get permission from Narvel. He's, he's the head of his household, to do that and do it. But we got to talk, you know, we got back down to his house and never did get around to it, and I never thought of it anymore, and she never said anything about it. And uh, then the Lord said to me in the nighttime, now, we were going to stay several days, but about 4 o'clock in the morning, the Lord said to me, uh, get up and go home because your sister's going to die, and you need to get there before she passes away. And so I did. We went on. I said, narvel we've got to go because we'll have to rush home to get there before she dies. And we did. We got there before she died. And, and so... Uh, I didn't do that. Well, you know, you've heard Narvel's testimony, but I want to emphasize a thought here, you see, that he goes through all detail and you may not get this. You know, he he was sort of bemoaning the situation. Why didn't I get Brother Hagin to do that? Why didn't I get Brother Hagin to do that, you see? He's walking across the living room floor praying, you see, and God said to him, how long are you going to put up with that? <laughs> you know, and he stopped dead still and said, Me? Well, I don't have any knots or warts or so You know, it's Zona, you know, his daughter. God said again, how long are you going to put up with it? He said, me. See, if we ever get close enough to God to hear him, he'd be saying that to a lot of you folks about a lot of things. How long are you going to put up with this situation? And then you'd want to lay it off on somebody else. said, well, it's not me. It's my daughter or my wife or somebody, you see. And he said, the Lord said, aren't you the head of this household? (laughs) Amen. Yes, sir, over in this area, there is authority, control that we haven't realized. Might pay us to think on a little bit. Are you listening to me? I wanted to emphasize that. Well, thank God Brother Braun did find a catch on. Praise the Lord, and he, he was healed. Now, let's look at it again. Jesus makes house calls. Hallelujah. Jesus is the great physician. Jesus is the family physician. He was coming to Peter's house. He saw Peter's wife's mother. Hallelujah. Laid and sick of a fever. He sees what might be wrong with you, friends. He's here today. And he wants to do something about it, if you'll believe and let him. Now, We've looked here at the leper. We've looked at the centurion. We've looked at Peter's wife's mother or mother-in-law. But now somebody might say, well, yeah, but now, Brother Hagin, my, my case is different than any one of those three. It's not like the lepers. It's not like the centurion servant. And incidentally, again, that centurion had authority because that's his servant. That's his property. My case is not like the centurion's servant. My case is not like Peter's wife's mother. How can I be sure from this scripture, Jesus what about their cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of kingdom. The son of righteousness has arisen with healing in his wings. How can I be sure that there is healing for me? Well, if that's your thinking, then just stay with me here just a moment and let's read the very next verse. You see, that last verse we read was, and he touched her hand and the fever left her and she arose and ministered unto them. I think before we go a little further though that we need to stop here long enough to say, notice that she arose and ministered unto them. Unto them. Remember, this is the Lord she's ministering to. You need to ask yourself the question sometime, what do you want to be healed for? Young lady not very far from here, right in this vicinity was asked that question. I used to ask people that sometimes young lady was asked, why do you want to be healed? What do you want to be healed for? Or why do you want to be healed? She said, so I can play tennis. I noticed she didn't get healed.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. This package consists of the three CD set by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Son of Righteousness. And when you purchase the CD set, you'll receive the book by Kenneth W. Hagan entitled Where is God in My Storm? Free. This offer normally retails for $32.95, but this month's special is $21. That's $11.95 off the retail price. Don't delay. 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners. So write in or email us today and become a part of Rayma for today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
1: But also we got another big event coming up on Monday, November the 27th. That's right after midnight, Thanksgiving. Midnight to midnight. Yes. 50% off of everything in our online book bookstore. Store. Cyber own, Monday. Yeah, Cyber Monday. And it's only, uh, it does not include any special offers in it. So it's 50% off of all of the our products. Faith Library pu- publications. That's our right. Our publications, our yes. Faith Library publications. So go there. And if you want to know more about it, we can go to rama.org and it'll tell you exactly what to do, okay?
0: Monday, Kenneth Hagan will start a new and exciting teaching. That's next week here on Rama for Today Radio with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.